0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You finalize your plans for vacation. You get everything booked, and what do you do? You call your friend. You let him know, I got in. I was able to get that Airbnb. We're going. It's going to be wonderful. Pray for us, won't you? Safe travels. You decide what college you're going to go to. And you get in. And what do you do? You call your friend. You say, I got in. I got in. Rejoice with me, won't you? You make up your mind as to how you are going to go about settling a difficult situation that you have in a relationship. And... While you have your mind made up as to how you're going to do it, you just want to run it by your friend just to hear what they have to say. See if they can help you get the wording just right or, or see if, the, if they catch something that you've missed. That's what you do. You reach out to friends. You engage them in conversation. You share your life with them. In the Hebrew scriptures, there are two individuals who are explicitly named friends of God. Friends of God. It's really rather remarkable. Those two individuals are Abraham and Moses. And while God was on friendly terms with many others, only those two received that name, friends of God. And just as friends share with one another the plans that they have, so it is that God did this with Abraham and Moses. God called Abraham and and told him of God's plan to make of Abraham the father of many nations. And just as God shared that good news God shared news that was maybe a little more troubling for Abraham too. Such as when God determined that it was time to bring justice to the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. To bring down justice upon them for the cry had gone up against them. To God's ears, God heard the cry and wanted to respond with justice. But before he did... God confided in Abraham and let him know his plans. The same thing happened with Moses. God called to Moses out of the burning bush and told Moses his plan to redeem Israel, to bring them up out of 400 years of slavery out of Egypt to the promised land. God let Moses in on God's plans to do this amazing thing that no one else knew was going to happen except God and Moses. But there were times when God shared information that must have been more troubling for Moses to hear, such as when Moses was coming down off of the mountain after having received the Ten Commandments from God and heard the sound of uh, partying happening in the camp, the children of Israel having made the golden calves. And God said to Moses, step aside, I'm going to bring justice down upon them, my wrath for their sin, their rebellion, and I will make of you a clean start. I will make of you a mighty nation. God let Moses in on God's plan. These gifts of knowledge and insight were benefits of the intimate relationship, the friendship that Abraham and Moses shared with God. And in this relationship, Abraham and Moses were able to converse with God about these plans and to offer their own thoughts and their own pleadings in the way of intercession. For instance, when Abraham became aware of God's plan to bring down justice upon Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham engaged God in conversation. He received this information from God and then he pleaded for the cities. He said, God, will you you have mercy if you find 50 righteous people? in the cities. And God said, if I find 50, I will relent and not bring down this punishment. And Abraham engaged him again and again and again, finally getting to the point where he says, God, if you find just 10 righteous people in the city, will you have mercy? And God agreed to this. Similarly, when the Lord revealed to Moses his plan to make a clean start to bring down judgment upon Israel and to start over with Moses, Moses interceded for the people. He said, far be it from you to do this, God, for what would the people of Egypt say? That you had released the people only to destroy them in the desert? What would the nations say as they witnessed this? No, God, don't do this thing. And a remarkable thing is recorded in scripture. It says, and the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring on his people. This is a mark of the friendship that Abraham and Moses had with God. And it's the same as you have with your friends. When friends share with each other the plans that they have, they share them with the expectation that in the security of that friendship, they can be engaged in the conversation. For they know that their friend has their best interest at heart. And so they can share troubling words and they can poke at things a little bit in ways that mere acquaintances and certainly not enemies cannot do. Friends can be bold in their requests because they are secure in the enduring nature of the relationship. And so it is that in the case of Abraham and Moses, God seems to grant them the knowledge of what he's planning to do for the express purpose of inviting them into that conversation. God isn't just sharing information with Abraham and Moses God sincerely wants to hear what they have to say. That's what friends do. It is in this context that Jesus, on the night in which he was betrayed, calls his disciples his friends. He says that there is a clear distinction between the relationship of master and servant. And and Jesus calls himself master as well. But he says no longer no longer will I call you this, become, uh, call you servants, and, and me master, because a servant doesn't know what the master is doing. But friends do, and I call you friends. Jesus calls the disciples friends because he has made known to them everything that he has heard from the Father, not just some things. Jesus made known to the disciples everything that he had heard from the Father. That's quite remarkable. That they were on such intimate terms that they knew the plans of the God of the universe as they related to Jesus. So there's a lot included in that word everything, but I think chiefly what is included is God's battle plan. For Jesus came to make battle, to make war upon the forces of sin and death and evil in this world. And he was letting the disciples in on this knowledge, letting them know what the battle plan would be. Before that day would end, Jesus would declare victory over the forces of sin, death, the devil, and all evil. He would finish his work and deliver the crushing blow to all the forces arrayed against God and God's people. Jesus would accomplish this not through military conquest, but by his death on the cross. He wouldn't do this by Calling down fire and brimstone to have God's wrath upon judgment of sin. No, all of the wrath of God for sin fell on Jesus. He bore it in his own body. As Isaiah says, upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. Jesus would lay down his life for his friends. And for his enemies, for the whole world. Such is the love that God has for humanity. Such is the love that God has for you. You can choose your friends, the saying goes. But Jesus is clear that he's the one who's doing the choosing when it comes to our friendship. Judas chose 30 silver coins instead of choosing Jesus. The disciples chose to save their own skins when Jesus was going through his darkest hour. The crowds chose Barabbas over Jesus. But Jesus, he chose you. And he calls you his friend. By his grace, your sins are forgiven. By his grace... You have been set free and as God loves Jesus and as Jesus, the son, loves you to give your life for the sake of your neighbor. He invites you to be a part of the resistance effort, the mop-up operation against the defeated foes of sin and evil that are still present in this world. But best of all, Jesus gives himself to you as a friend in order that you might have the complete joy of knowing that he is with you, even as you journey through this valley of tears. As his friend, you have the privilege of an intimate relationship with him and with the Father in heaven, such that you may make bold requests of God, secure in the friendship which Jesus has promised. When you're on the phone or sharing a cup of coffee with a friend, what do you talk about? You talk about your aches and your pains, your struggles and your suffering, the things that make you happy and for which you're grateful, your joys and your hopes for the future. You talk about your children, about your aging parents, your concerns for this country. You talk about your neighbors and the trials that they are facing. Whatever it is that you talk about with your friends, take those same concerns and joys, hopes, and fears to Jesus. He is your friend. And oh, what a friend! Like Abraham and Moses and the disciples, you have been chosen by God to be on intimate terms with the creator of all things, seen and unseen. You have the high honor of being in the know regarding the plan of salvation, that sacred mystery once hidden for all ages and generations, but now revealed to the saints of God. On the basis of your friendship with the Son, then, approach the throne of grace with all boldness, knowing that you will receive mercy and find help in time of need. Pray for your neighbors, then, for their welfare, for their prosperity, Stand in the breach and pray for this fallen world that God would have mercy and that justice and his will would be done. Intercede on behalf of those who do not pray and do this in faith, knowing that the one who hears your prayers chooses to call you friend. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen.